Ask Pat. What's up, everybody? Pathlin here, and welcome to episode 1002 of Ask Pat. 2.0. And AskPat 2.0 is a coaching call between myself and somebody who had applied on AskPat.com to get coached. If you have a business and you want to get coached too and potentially be featured on this show, all you have to do is go to AskPat.com and you can apply right there. Now, I'm here through this to help you make more money, save more time, and help more people. And we do that one by one for these amazing people who generously shared their problems and their issues and their pains in their business so that I can coach them through that process. But you, being a fly on a wall, you're able to listen and learn at the same time too, and I truly hope that you'll enjoy this show so much that you'll subscribe and help with this movement. So before we get to today's call with Kathy and her questions, and uh, really, I mean, this was one where there's definitely a transition. I mean, this often happens. I've already recorded a number of these, so again, you should subscribe because they're great. But A lot of times a person comes in with a singular question and we kind of through uh, extraction of of why that's important to them, uh, we actually find something different that is more important to talk about. And that happens here in this session too. So I I think you'll really, really enjoy this conversation between myself and Kathy. And like before, I'm not even going to introduce her because she introduces herself and her problems and things that are going on in the beginning and we work through it and amazing things uh, so far, have always happened on the other end. So, all right, now here's today's coaching call on Ask Pat 2.0 with Kathy. Kathy, hey, thank you for uh, taking the time today to hang out on Ask Pat. Welcome. Great. Thank you so much, Pat, for having me. Absolutely. So let's uh, let's just dive right in. So tell us what's on your mind uh, right now. Okay, so I applied to be on Ask Pat 2.0 because I feel like I'm in a bit of a pivotal point in my business. Mm. I've been running for about a year, um, and I feel like I had a great first year, and I made money, which is fantastic. But my main question for you was, how much should I be reinvesting in my business? Because at the first, I'm like, I made money. Yay, I'm going to take it out and pay off debt and do things with it. But now I'm at the point where I feel like I need to be spending probably more money in my business. And I'm not sure what to spend it on and how to go about it. So that's where I am right now. Can you tell everybody what uh, it is your business is? I mean, congratulations, first sure. of all, for uh, making money and, and, and you know being able to pay yourself a little bit after the first year. That's not always the case. So wonderful. But what, what is it that you are offering? Yes. So I am a full-time professor and mom of three. And my business idea, which I actually started as an LLC in February of 2017, um, is that I help academic women write and publish more. So by academic women, I mean people who are professors, researchers, PhD students. And it we work in a very um, publishing intensive field. So in order to get a job, to keep a job, to get promoted, to have stability, you have to write and publish academic work. And so I help especially women and especially academic moms do that. Wonderful. Well, that that's awesome. And do you have a website you could share? Sure. It's um, just my name. It's kathymazak.com. So it's C-A-T-H-Y-M-A-Z-A-K.com. And I've mostly been, um, well, not mostly, I've been basically making money coaching, one-on-one coaching, and through online courses. Coaching and one-on-one. 
one. Uh, what would be the breakdown in terms of income for for both of those? Okay, so for um, like percentage wise, if you wanted to do that. Okay, so through online courses, I've made probably like. Um, Okay, let me back up one second. So one thing that happened to me in my business this year was that I had another, like a third product, which was an in-person um, writing retreat for academic women that actually was like 25 to 30% of my revenue for the year that because of Hurricane Maria, I had to cancel because I live in Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. And the site that the, we were going to do the retreat at just wasn't ready to receive, wouldn't be ready to receive visitors or when right. the treat, retreat was scheduled. So that was like 25% of my revenue that I had to return. And that was very painful for my little young business. Um, and then besides that 25% of my revenue, I would say from courses, I'm actually looking at my profit and loss statement. Courses is like 70%. And so the little tiny percent that's left would be coaching. Okay. So I'm guessing that this um, scenario and event that happened related to Puerto Rico mm -hmm. kind of was the origin story for like a lot of this concern about the money and where it's going yeah. in your business. Yes, because I used – like I had down payments taken for the retreat, and the retreat was actually going to take place at my home. So I didn't have to do really – like it was going to be – really high revenue, really low cost. Mm -hmm. I was going to send my family to my in-laws and I was going to invite these women into my home and I was going to be able to run the retreat there. I live on a 10 acre farm and it was going to be all beautiful and wonderful. Um, but because of everything that happened, I can't send my family to my in-laws house. They don't have power. Um, and it was just like not the right time for people to come to Puerto Rico and feel relaxed, <laughs> really. Yeah, I mean, that makes <laughs> so, yeah. sense. <laughs> Right, right. So, um, but I had taken money in down payments that then I used for business expenses and paid myself with during like August, September, really July, August, September when I was taking, when I, I had taken down payments. And so that money was gone mm -hmm. and then I had to return it. So part of this is, yeah, trying to kind of reanalyze how, I manage, you know, like that I, I mean, again, I'm so happy I have income. <laughs> um, how do I manage it? Like, how do I figure out how to go to the next level with my business? Because um, I know I'm going to have to spend money to get there. Like, do I just stop paying myself until I ramp up enough to pay myself again? I don't know. And what, ultimately, like, what is it that you want to achieve? Like, what would this unlock for you? Mm. Well, ultimately, what the business would unlock for me, I'm hoping is, I, I have going to say this out loud, but I want to take a leave from my academic job and see if I can do the business full time. And if I can do the business full time, so replace my salary, then I would quit my job, <laughs> which is scary and exciting. Scary and exciting. I, I completely <laughs> understand, but also great for motivation, right? Like you yes. have a goal. Yes. Do you know what? that goal is in terms of, okay, with the income, how much that would need to be? Yes. So I take home, I mean, I get paid in my job about $80,000 a year and I take home 50,000. So I, my like, op my 
portion of our family's operating expenses is about $4,000 a month. So that's the income I'm looking to replace. I'm looking to make $4,000 a month after taxes as kind of like the breaking point or the tipping point, I guess, to be able to quit and then to be able to give all my energy to the business so I know I'll be able to bring in more revenue than that because I'll be getting my full attention. Wonderful. And I love how you know the numbers already. I think it's really important. <laughs> a lot of people, they are like, oh, I, I want to quit. And they're like, I need to make a million dollars. Do you really need to make a million dollars though? No. And that obviously changes kind of like what you do and, you know, those right. kinds of things. So how can I best help you through this? Okay. So, uh, so I feel like I, um, if I want to make, if I want to make $50,000, like mm. how much should I be putting into my, like back into my business? So I, well, when you figure out your year, like you want to take home 50000 how do you figure out how much you need to make? Okay, let's add taxes on top of that. So I know I'm going to need to add 30%, you know, 30% of $50,000. I'll need to also make that so I can pay taxes. Mm -hmm. Then how much else? Like if you only want to make like only, but if, you, if you're trying to get $50,000, how much are you putting into a business that is in that kind of revenue range? Okay, so fifty thousand plus thirty percent—that's sixty-five thousand um, per month. It's about five thousand five hundred five thousand five hundred dollars. Okay, right now, I think the real issue here is—it's not really an issue. It's just we need to make sense of all this, right? And we need, like, I feel like you're somebody who—and correct me if I'm wrong—who just loves to know like what the exact goal would be, and right. just would be very comfortable knowing. Okay, well, in order for get to, for us to get that. We need to make this many sales. And where I'm going with this is if we need to know how many sales we need to make, then we can extrapolate, okay, well, this is perhaps based on the revenue breakdown you gave me earlier. For example, 70% online courses. We can focus on that and say, okay, well, um, we can just pay for ads to get it to that point, right? Mm -hmm. And that's, mm -hmm. for example, a very hard number for how much you would need to spend in order to get to that level. Um, right. Or it could be, okay, well, Courses are making 70%. Um, let's, with my coaching, just charge more. And that would help you get, like, right? So these sure. answers mm -hmm. start to come out as a result right. of that. So let's let's keep going with the math here a okay. little bit. So 5,500, how much is your course being sold for? Okay, so when I, like, take, when I do calculations, I usually say $500. Okay. That's the end price. I usually start, like, I do $400. I mean, it's 397 right? And then... Uh, price increase. So the, the full price of the course is 497. And then I also offer a version of the course plus coaching, which is 897 at full price, but I have to cap the number of those at about 10 because, you know, with what I can handle so in terms of the one-on-one. -on -one. 800. Yeah. I mean, that's $8,000 right there. Right. Right. So that's already above what you would be doing, but obviously we're not at Ten yet. Um, the breakdown from online courses without coaching versus online courses with coaching. How many? How many people tend to upgrade? Uh, okay, so I've already I've only launched my course once, so that's another factor. Like I can tell you the numbers, but I feel a little bit like, is it a fluke? Was that just a one-time thing? <laughs> you okay. know. You know what I mean? So the that's an, uh, that's another Why thing. Why do you feel like that? Well, because I haven't repeated it. 
Why like I, I haven't been able to, well, because I'm going to, well, because I was going to, I was going to launch in October and we were in an internet blackout for September, okay. you know, like after the hurricane, not September, after September 20th, it was a month before we got back online in Puerto Rico. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine we were, we were yeah. just talking before the call. I'm like, we take all this stuff for granted that we have yeah. access to until, yeah. until we can't. Um, yeah. So, I mean, so like I couldn't do my email sequence. And in the end, what I did in October was I did like a little, like I would call it like a soft launch to my email list. Mm -hmm. And I just said, I only sold the, the 500, the 497 version of my course, which is the self-study version. And I said, if you want, you know, like if you enroll in my course, I'll give $50 for every person who enrolls to hurricane relief in my community. So I did it like a little fundraiser. That's cool. It, it was great. I mean, and it was so funny because I, <laughs> I, um, I work, I have, I do have a person who I work with, I have a business manager. And I said, to, I was really a little bit sad because I only sold four spots and, um, she was like, you hardly launched at all and you sold four spots. <laughs> and I was like – That's what I was yeah. going to ask you. Okay, well, <laughs> yeah. when you say you, you soft launch it, I mean like how soft? Right. Was, no, was... I, I, I probably sent four emails over what? the course of a week and a half or something and that's it. Like I didn't do – I think I – and I went live a couple times. I have a Facebook group that mm -hmm. I have about – now I have about 700 people in that group. Um, and then – my list at the time that I did the soft launch was, um, I don't know, 600 people. Mm -hmm. um, my list when I – well, okay. So here, another thing. When I originally launched my course in the summer, I had a list of 485 people, and I enrolled 35 people. Uh, so I converted at 8%. Which is fantastic. Yeah. So that makes me think – this is awesome, except could I ever possibly do that again? Can I calculate with that number? It is a baseline, right? Mm -hmm. And the, the trouble is we might be comparing apples to oranges from the first launch to the second launch because you didn't launch the second launch like you did the first launch. Right. And then the other other thing is that since, the, since about September, really, before the storm, I've been running Facebook ads with the help of my – awesome business manager. Mm -hmm. And, um, she, you know, because my market is like super, super niched, they, I, it costs like a buck 75 a lead or something. So I'm spending like, I, my goal is to spend $500 in Facebook ads a month. Um, and I'm getting like now when I launch again, my list will be doubled. Like I'm, om I'm almost at a thousand. I think I'll be at 1200 people when I launch in January. And your product you said was $500 essentially, yeah. potentially yes. more. And at 175 per lead, I mean, you would have to have one sale per every 285 new leads to right. break even. Right. And that would be significantly less than, you know, a percent or, or whatever it is. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, so we're getting close, I feel, but I feel like there's something deeper here in terms of a why you soft launched it versus yeah. you know pushing a little bit harder why do you feel like you had to soft launch it versus kind of go a little bit more full force 
I mean, I think that emotionally I wasn't in the state to be able to like put all the energy into a launch that, that I needed to. So, you know, the, I would say like the month after the storm was like, find water, find food, find gas. (laughs) And, you know, that's it. Like, 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 like really for a month, it was like, make sure that you have enough, you can source, you know, stuff to eat (laughs) and we could, you survive and we were fine. You know, like, again, like we are fine. Our house was fine. We actually were, we were trapped in our property for a week and it took a week of my husband with the chainsaw to get us out. We had so many trees down between us and the road, but we were fine. Like we had food, we were good, Mm. but it still was like really hard to just do your everyday life because there's, you're driving over power lines. There's trees down everywhere. You, it, I mean, I, it was traumatic. It's still traumatic, I think, for all of us. Um, so there was an emotional part. But there was also just an internet stability part that I was afraid to promise anything. I was afraid to do a hard push because if somebody sent me an email to ask me a question about the course, I didn't feel like I would be able to respond. And I have a really lovely community that goes with the course that's just, you know, run through a Facebook group. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't see it from my phone because it wasn't until about three weeks ago that we had data on our phones. <laughs> so everything was happening. Like I would have to physically be at campus in order to be online. And my, I, you know, I have three kids and it was just like, like the logistical aspects of it, I couldn't figure out. So I was like, felt defeated definitely because Maria like I had to cancel my beautiful retreat and everything was so unstable but like emotionally unstable but also like just uh infrastructure wise there was no you know you couldn't predict when the internet was going to go out so I felt like a little worried about being able to serve my students in the way that I want to Mm -hmm. and now do you still feel the same way now, no, now I feel like we are much more stable, like that in, I'm shocked actually, like, and again, it's, we're in a little bubble because I live in Mayaguez and it's a university town and the center of town has been up up and running and the university has been up and running since about October 20th. Um, and we, and it has been pretty stable. Like, I think I've only come to work one day that there's been no power and the internet sometimes will like glitch off and on. So I still worry about scheduling things like webinars, um, but it's been more stable. But that's internet on your computer. The phone situation with the data, mm-hmm. you know, like a data signal is is not stable yet. But But I can come to my computer and feel pretty secure that I'll be able to get online and do my business. Cool. What do you feel the next steps are then based on now that everything's better and you know that perhaps you might need another launch with some more effort behind it? Right. So I – because my audience is academics, we run on this – most of us run on kind of a semester schedule. So Mm -hmm. I feel like my, my window with people is 
the, you know, jumping on the, the new year train and everybody feels like, let's make a new start and all of that new semester. Um, and then, so I'm going to launch in January. I have like a, I'm planning to open cart on January 10th. Um, and then I'll launch again in the summer. So I have, I feel a little bit like I have to see how the January launch goes in order to make a plan for the rest of the year, because I don't feel I I'm not super confident launching in the middle of a semester just because I know my audience and they'll be like one more thing, you know, I can't do one more thing in the middle, like at the beginning. Yes. And in the summer. Yes. But I think those are my two like optimal launch times. Yes. And I, I would love to uh, follow up with you at some point to yes. see how those go. Yes. Do you have the structure of those launches and how they're going to be pushed out already figured out? Yes, I do. So I was a student, am a student of Mariah Cause and Launcher Signature Course. Mm-hmm. So I basically follow her little structure with the emails and I have them all in my calendar. I'm doing a four, five day live Facebook live series that's going to be like how to write more in the new year. It's called the New Year's Writing Challenge. So it's like launch, kind of like launching with a challenge. So I'm doing those lives and then I'll do one webinar. Um, I'll do a price increase for urgency. And so I have it all mapped out. And again, I do like I'm investing in help. I'm investing in Facebook ads. I'm investing in help. I work with Esther Littlefield at Morningstar Media and she has been amazing um, to help me with all the logistical stuff. So like the she does my she sets things up in convert kit for me and she's you know, she she does the she um does my graphics and she puts everything up in the blog and makes sure it goes out on social media and all of that stuff. So I really just have to create the content. Um and then her and I work together to kind of mastermind the plan for <laughs> when everything's gonna happen. So we're planned out, we're enacting the plan. I'm already doing like the um you know, like my blog posts for the next weeks are all geared to getting people ready to, cool. you know, be ready for the course. So, yes, you're set, so, you're yeah. setting things up, and it yep. just already I can tell you're doing a lot more than what you were doing before. So, yeah. to your question yeah. earlier, I think you were already answering it. Like this is this wasn't a fluke. It that just was a, a launch that kind of didn't didn't go as planned because of all these other circumstances right okay that, that were going on how uh i i would love to explore just for the last moment here mm-hmm. and i i do want to tie it back into the original question that you had yeah. but related to the coaching you said eight hundred dollars is that eight hundred dollars a month the person might pay you for some ongoing coaching or is that a one time for a certain I, amount of time or my coaching package is a one time um, $800 for four sessions that are an hour and 15 minutes each. So it's six, six hours of coaching or around there somewhere. And, um, for $800 and I try to get people to do them over two months and it's just sold as a package like that. So, so that would be, so per session, essentially, like $130 per session mm-hmm. with you. Yeah. yeah. And the ongoing for two months. I th- yeah. I feel like there's a lot of opportunity to explore different ways to um to chop up that mm-hmm. offer in a way that allows you a little bit more recurring income. 
Yes. Because often with these kinds of things, there's a great opportunities to have, you know, especially some people who are really enjoying working with you to pay a little bit more to get not necessarily more access to you, but just more confidence that you're going to be there over time. Because if it's just two okay. months, you know, right. that, that, that that's two months of coaching and then and then what? Versus right. there might even be a third tier that offers a little bit more time with you and, 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 and a little bit more uh, care, but also a lot more recurring income. And I think that's also going to be a big factor in terms of, okay, well, now that I have, you know, $2,000 a month already knowing that it's coming in, mm-hmm. then that leaves a lot more room for the income from the courses to make up that difference and, and a little bit less oh, yeah. work to do that. Um, but I think what going back to your initial question, I think where the money needs to be spent is where, based on this next upcoming launch, where where mm-hmm. people are, are paying. And so it would be if the, if the courses are working, you spend money to put more more money into ads so that more people will, you know, see that. Or, you know, I don't know uh, what your ad, ad manager is doing specifically, but I'm sure that they'd be retargeting people over the course of the launch and, and all those right. kinds of things. Um, I love that you're spending money even now to start building your list because most people don't do that. They start spending money the day their launch starts. So I think that's, that's a really smart thing. So what I would say is you're going to be spending money so that you can get to that mark that we meant, we, we had earlier. And okay. if, for example... You knew that if you had more time for yourself, then you would spend the money. If you had more time for yourself, that would help you get to that level. Well, then you would spend Mm -hmm. money on getting help to open up your time to do that. Right. We know what's working. You have a team. We don't have to we don't have to spend money on that right now. That's that. I'm so glad that that's figured out because that's often the answer here. But it's not in your case. The answer is the money gets put into where it can help where, where you know that's an investment that you can get it back. Okay. so great. That's not a specific hard number right now, but I think there is a hard number in there, which will become a lot more clear um, as you go along. And then because these launches are closed and then open for season, in the interim between launches, it would be to grow your list. Right. And what I would be very comfortable with is if you, during that uh, non-launch season, you had a specific number that you knew was always going back that that you just it was a business expense that you knew was there to help grow the business so that it wasn't ever a question anymore right and because you have this other job that you have um you have room for that right and i think that's that's, that that that's a that's a huge advantage that you have yes no it's absolutely a huge advantage yes (laughs) so okay going back what would you say was the most useful part of this conversation for you I think actually like breaking down a little bit that thing that I was calling a soft launch and realizing why, you know, like kind of the factors that were going on that didn't, that didn't make it into a real launch or like a real push from me. Now, when I look back, I think, oh yeah, duh, of course you weren't going to do your huge launch thing. Like you were not in the emotional state to do it, nor the, you know, the physical infrastructure state to do it. Mm -hmm. So I think that I can kind of forgive myself or, you know, let go. That's exactly where I was going to go. I I, I was going to say, you need to forgive yourself for that because that was just a, 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 an outlier circumstance, right? Right. And now you're coming into January. So, you know, the answer is it's a, not a fluke because that wasn't a real case study. Uh, B it's actually not how much money you need to spend. It's going to be, 
you know, how much effort are you going to put into this this next launch and how confident are you in it? Right. So, you know, in, in one sentence, tell me what you need to do. Okay. So I have or two to sentences enact, or three. Okay. <laughs> um, it might be three. Okay. <laughs> enact my January launch plan because I have a plan. It's a good plan. I need to do it <laughs> with all the energy. Um, think about the interim between launches growing my list and just schedule a reoccurring expense. Look at what I make, you know, in January at this launch and figure out what can I spend on ads between January and May when I launch again and have it a reoccurring um, list building expense. Um, and that maybe I need to think about other uh, coaching other ways to make coaching more recurring income and really to, I mean, just adding on to that, to fill in those gaps between launches. To fill in those gaps and also believe that you have a lot more value to offer than $133 per session. I think that, I mean, that's that's less than $100 per hour if it's a two-hour session or a one-and-a-half-hour one session. Okay, And yeah. when you consider the value that you're giving them, something that actually helps them in their career and in their life as a result, I mean, I, I, I believe that, you don't. You, I, I believe that you're undercharging for that okay. part, that portion. Okay. I mean, you could find one person who just is your, you know, mentee, who uh-huh. who 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 you charge, you know, four grand a month for. Right? There's like mm-hmm. there's your right. income right there that you right. Right. Now that right. might not be the case and in, in, in available in this space, but that's what I want you to start thinking toward. Okay. 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 Great. Yes. Fantastic, Kathy. This <laughs> yeah. is I. I feel like we've learned a lot more than just okay. Well, where do I need to spend my money? And I think that's yeah. you know, there's always deeper uh, concerns that. And I'm so thankful that you were very honest during this conversation because that wouldn't have been able to come out unless you spoke about those things. So, absolutely. Um, thank you so much, Kathy. We'll we'll follow up with you and you know with the post that gets published on SPI related to this podcast. I'll put like a you know, a little update once, once your launch is, is done and, and you crush it, uh, just to kind of, um, close the gap there for everybody who's going to be curious about how you do. Amazing. I'm so excited, Pat. Thank you so, so much. Am I. Kathy, you're amazing. Best of luck. And thank you once again. All right. Have an awesome year in 2018. I'm so looking forward to following you this year. You too. All right. I hope you enjoyed that call with Kathy. Kathy, thank you so much for applying to the show. I appreciate you so much. And for everybody else out there who wants to also potentially get featured here on the show and get coaching from me, all you have to do is go to askpat.com and just hit the button there uh, right in the middle of the page next to all the other episodes and hit apply. You'll be asked a few questions and uh, we'll go from there and see if you're selected or not. So seriously, this is one of my favorite things to do is to coach people um, and I love to do it one-on-one, but it's not scalable, right? But having it here on Ask Pat with you listening in helps to scale the teaching uh, factor here and what would be really helpful is if you also share this show with other people too if this is something cool something you haven't really discovered before um, I want more people to hear it because I know it's going to help them and I know that you can help others too by sharing it as well so all you have to do is just tell your followers tell your friends about askpat.com tell them to listen to the latest episodes where they're going to hear a coaching call right there things that are usually in private uh, out in the world so that you can learn and listen too. So uh, thank you all so much for your support. I appreciate you. If you haven't subscribed to the show yet, please do that. Thank you so much. I appreciate you in advance for sharing this and subscribing to the show and look forward to next week where we talk with another person who applied for coaching and we help them with some major breakthroughs too. So again, my name is Pat Flynn here to help you make more money, save more time and help more people too. In the meantime, 
Just keep rocking it, and I'll see you next week on Ask Pat 2.0. Bye. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show. For now, at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.